Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Task Force Echo, a StarCraft RPG actual play. I'm Sinsaku, also known as John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films, and we are live streaming this for the first time and from here on forevermore into infinity. Uh, if, you want to, if you're listening to the podcast or you're watching the YouTube replay and you want to watch it live, please go to twitch.tv slash Sinsaku, Thursday evenings, 7 p.m.-ish. Um, that is our scheduled Eastern time. Eastern time. Thank you. That is our scheduled start time, though. Uh, like tonight, we do occasionally run almost an hour late. Anyways, <laughs> details. But we still go three hours. We just start an hour late. So yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, uh, I now turn it over to. First, I turn it over to our Secretary of State, uh, Jack, to give us a recap of what has happened in the previous episodes, and then we will turn it over to the GM to do his opening stuff. So, Jack, so, so far, yes, Task Force Echo has been the story of a special operations uh, deniable assets group in the Caprulu sector, uh, which is where StarCraft uh, narratives generally take place. Um, we are a multiracial uh, consortium of operatives, uh, one Zerg, one Protoss, and the rest of them are Terran. Uh, so far, our missions have been uh, taking a trip to a Junker status station in order to reclaim the ship from the previous Task Force Echo, uh, who have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Uh, we then rescued an individual uh, known as Dr. Egon Stetman from the uh, historically Protoss-controlled planet of Belshir and have continuously been uh, checking in with our commanding uh, officer, Matt Horner, uh, who's an admiral in the Terran fleet and has been giving us most of our orders. Currently, uh, we are checking out the circumstances regarding what may have caused the previous Task Force Echo to disappear. There's a threat uh, of a possibly terrorist organization of a bunch of rogue scions and psychics known as the Sons of Creation, and we've followed their leads to the planet of Korhal, the capital world of the uh, Terrans. Currently, we are checking in. Half of us are uh, visiting a local bar to contact uh, Task Force Whiskey, one of the other deniable asset squads utilized by the, uh, the Alliance. And two of us uh, are in a strip club uh, attempting to contact a local individual who may have some further information for us and have just heard somebody cock a gun right behind where we're seated. So that's where uh, Shadow Chorus has left us so far. All right. So yeah, um, picking up immediately, uh, the two of you, just over the din of the, the, the beating music. Don't and forget to introduce the... us. Oh yeah, let's start with let's start with introducing our characters. I should I should probably start with that. Uh, so let's start with um, let's go top to bottom this time since we've got the stream layout. Uh, so starting with John, I'm John and I'm playing Fang, a primal chaos. So primal chaos, primal Fang. I mean, <laughs> chaos still applies, but uh, primal <laughs> primal Zerg. I will eventually get the correct uh, word right. Uh, youngling, basically, primal Zerg, whelp thing. All right, and then we go to Jack. Hi, and I'm Jack. I'm playing Coronix, the Nerezim Protoss Dark Templar. And Jeremy? I, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Stefan Knezovich, the captain of this crazy ship. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Ava, the uh, ethics officer. And Cody? 
I'm Cody. I'm playing Oswald, the pilot of the ship, but I will be captain one day. <laughs> and joining us for the very first time, we finally have Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm playing Rachel Harmon, and she's a mystery. Also, she's into fire and stuff, so... <laughs> I'm so happy oh, about this. Oh, and Taryn. This. She's a Taryn who's into fire and Hopefully stuff. she doesn't light me on fire when she first meets me. That's I mean, I'm okay it's, with that. It's 50-50. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if Fang dies, something worse is coming, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know that, so... Neither it's true. Today. All right, so the 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 two of you, Cornix and uh, Stefan, uh, just barely over the noise of the the pumping bass and the constant techno noise of this of this club, you can barely pick out click click what sounds like a rifle powering up. I'm dropping down to the floor, pulling out my gun, and preparing to shoot someone. Uh, Cornix is going to utilize his telekinesis for the first time and try and flip the table over as cover for us. All right, roll me a psychic manifest. Manifest. Psionics roll. Oh, thank God. Is that anything like a political That is a 20. (laughs) No. That is a 20. So I managed to activate the power. Also, that means I am now shrouded in shadow and benefit from concealment because I'm a Nerezim. All right, so uh, as... Uh, Stefan immediately reaches for his pistol and begins to drop low. Uh, Cornix, as this almost black, smoky field begins to surround his form, just with a flick of one of his wrists, uh, the table that, that the two of you are sitting at topples over, and the two of you can proceed to take cover at it as a shot rings out. Um, immediately, screams begin to echo throughout the bar as people realize that there is an active shooter because that shot was very loud. Um, and the civilians immediately begin to pile out until, uh, in the smoky, still music pumping room of Supernova, you are now alone with what appears to be a handful of assailants. I'm going to need, uh, you're, you are outside. You're, you're, you're in a truck. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> I'm going to need Cornix, Stefan, and Rachel to roll initiative. And let me get hey. Fang's token onto the field for when he actually... I rolled a 10. I hear gunfire. <laughs> I rolled an 8. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Save us, Rachel! <laughs> I can't wait for this wild dog that I've in, that I've uh, put into my pack to come in behind me, attacking people, just rip somebody's <laughs> throat out and start eating them. That'll be great. Or it takes the opportunity to run away when you're not looking. <laughs> uh. That was for my initiative. I don't know how to do it off the sheet. All right, it, you, you, you can't yet. You don't. Yeah. Oh. We so just you, created. We so created. Well done. You've done it uh, perfectly. Which <laughs> uh, someone should probably get her those macros at some point, but yep. for right now, let's yeah. focus. All right. So that was the first attack. As these individuals proceed to. All right. So the sniper has taken his shot. Next, the. One of these one of these gentlemen is going to begin to move up. 
and take his shot at you. All right. This is a giant club. I mean, it's not that big. I have been in bigger. We only go to the best shitty strip clubs. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. I forgot. Size doesn't matter. Never mind. Actually, in, in, in referring to clubs, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> All right. So, let me pull out the pistols you're being shot with. Wait, we have we have mood music. Wait, we have mood music. <laughs> All right, so what is uh, Coronix? You have cover. What is your defense? Uh, that's what I'm trying to look up, uh, how cover and defense add together. I would look it up, but I have a uh, browser yeah, window you got, to manage. Encounter <laughs> uh, rules, crap. additional encounter rules, combat factors. There we go. All right, cover... Okay. Would you say I have standard cover where about half my body is covered, or improved cover where almost all of it is covered? Uh, you're really big, so you have standard cover, whereas okay. Stefan has improved cover. Yes, I so, am a rather large statured individual. Just so that everybody can enjoy this, uh, the advice that uh, Legbot has given us for this encounter is prepare yourself for death. Accept that it is inevitable. Oh, well, thank you. You do, however, have concealment. And I have through you, like right. Okay, uh, yes, because that's a plus five. Okay, uh, so twenty-seven is my defense currently. Then, all right. <clears throat> do, 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 do. So this person is going to roll his attack. Wow, it's not very. Uh, that in no way will hit you as <laughs> as, as he steps forward out of, out of out of the 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 um bar tables that he was hiding behind he moves around the corner to near the near the wall that, that marks the restrooms and opens fire wildly with his with his repeating pistol and bullets just kind of fly wildly over the top of the table and I duck. Do I hear this? Uh, yes, but you're currently locked in a truck, so... Not for long. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll me initiative. Um, initiative. Uh, how do I roll initiative? This is why you don't split the party, ah, guys. It's a four. Skill roll. Fang. I mean, apparently they can't shoot, so it's fine. Yeah, we're going up that, against that's gonna be a bottom 14. run stormtroopers. <clears throat> oh, stormtroopers. They taste like crab when you crack them open. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to ask what your defense is, Stefan, but I don't think this guy hit you either. Uh, 17? Yeah, or, no, he yes, still didn't 17. hit you. Okay. And, you're, Stefan, you're getting plus 10 to your defense from the table. So 27. Hey. All right. Uh, so that's the thug's turn. I can't wait until I have I have a ranged natural attack ability, so I can duck behind tables. <laughs> you currently have one, or are you going to get no, one? I'm going to get one oh. eventually. Okay. I don't have one currently. That's why I said I can't wait until I do. All right. I need to. 
Okay, so... Ow, this is gonna hurt. Oh, it's really gonna hurt. Oh, uh, right, so hit? No. Um, the 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 thug standing at one of the at the round table, uh-huh. um, stands for a second with his pistol aimed at you, and then immediately hunches over as if something just pressed down on pressed down on his back, and then. A few seconds later, writes himself back up straight as a hole appears in his chest and just a splatter of blood as a massive gaping wound bursts through the entire length of his chest, like front, in the front, out the back, as he slumps to the ground. Coronix will look down at Stefan and say, very impressive, Captain. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Complete deadpan. All right. Rachel, as you were approaching the, the supernova to follow to follow the, your leads that, that you had been investigating, uh, you hear gunfire, and as you approach the door, people are, like, running, screaming out the, out the front door. All right. I, uh... Look at them, and, uh... Decide whether or not it would be worth my while to enter. Up to you. <laughs> Don't really want to get killed doing this mission, but I do love a good gunfight. Alright, I will gingerly walk my way into the building. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Well, I don't right. want to get killed. Uh, so expending, expending one move you can get to here... Uh, and if you want, you can uh, move again to make it through the other door. Yeah, I'd I'd like to make it to the other door, but not go through the other door. All right. And and then once I get there, I would like to peek the door. Is it closed? It's open, because people have been running through it. Then I would like to stand to one side of it and peer around it. All right, you can see what appears to be people who aren't paying attention to you, but there are people dressed in sort of like very clean-cut black and um, dark gray outfits, uh, all of them armed and aiming at what appear to be a table that is being shot at on the other side of the room. Well, this is a right curious way to spend one's time in a gentleman's club, but who am I to judge? (laughs) Now, given where Rachel is coming in, is she coming in from backstage? No, she's coming in. (laughs) I've I've completely turned this this club around. Okay. that is that is it, that in the map that I have laid out. That is actually the, the basically the um, the foyer. If you, ah, would, gotcha. if you would imagine. Yes, I'm just gonna strut on and just <laughs> just distract the assailants with my dancing skills. Uh, all right, I will. I, I, I do imagine. I do imagine that in a club, the 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 dance floor would be like right in front of the entrance, so where yeah. people everyone can see it when they walk in. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Uh, so I will just continue to observe those men shooting at a table, and uh, that's my turn. All right, Stefan. Um, All right. I have a token, by the way. I see a target in front of me. I'm going to fire three shots into that target. 
All right. And a 22. Uh, you hit and you get up to four overage. Okay. So that would be, uh, yeah, that'd be 16. And I am not getting away from the table because I am fleshy and vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) So are we all, really, but... So the um, the the one standing out in the open like a, like an idiot, yep. uh, takes a number of shots to the to the torso, but the armor is actually doing something. It it appears to like stop a good deal of the bullets. He's still bleeding from impact wounds, but he is still standing. All right, uh, I'm comfortable with that. All right. I am going to focus and charge, or heavy strike and charge, at this guy right here. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that's well within ten squares. Which will put me right about there. Right, you run quick. Yes, because I've got very long legs. <laughs> and 22 to hit. Uh, yes, and you get four overage if you have it. I think I've got three overage. And that's penetration three, hailfire one. So after he reduces the damage, then he doubles oh, what he's, he's taken. He's straight dead. <laughs> oh, okay. you, got, you got through all of his armor. Shunk. Right. So, uh, as as the man is staggering from uh, Stefan's pistol shots, Kornick's just one hand on the on the rim of this upturned table, leaps over the top of it and throws himself through the air and embeds this glowing green side blade into the chest of this uh, of the assailant. Rachel, you see a Protoss, the very very large, very alien looking uh, species that stand very tall, have no mouths, only communicate psionically lunge over that table with a glowing green side blade, which is a, a sort of a fist blade made of energy, and rams it through the chest of this attacker. Who then immediately falls over and dies. I'm going to shout out at that point, we do need to interrogate at least one. There is a sniper, Captain. Yes. And I'm scanning around looking for him. <laughs> I am well aware. Uh, then that brings us back to the top, which makes it their turn again. Uh, the sniper shows you where he's at by shooting at you. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't manifest anything psionically this round, so I think my defense is back down to 17. Yep. How do you miss with plus nine? By, <laughs> when by you rolling, roll like Corinix usually does. By rolling, now. by rolling less than an eight. <laughs> oh, I see him. He's behind the bar. Okay. Yep. Uh, Little dick. He. He's oh, the yeah, worst he... sniper ever. He missed entirely. He rolled sixteen. <laughs> to hit your seventeen. Uh, I... I hope yes. he's got at least a nice gun because I, I might want it. <laughs> as as you as you lunge over and and impale your side blade through the chest of this individual, there's a loud ringing poof as a shot 
flies right over your shoulder and breaks through the bathroom uh, wall. I kind of like the idea that he hit his friend trying to hit the protons. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like, bam! Like, that's, like, falling over, dying from the side blade, just gets shot in the kidneys, just just to add to it. <laughs> no, if he was shot in the kidneys, it would hit Coronix through him. Yeah. <laughs> over penetration. Um, okay. The Coronix. remaining guy is going to step out from behind... His location. Uh, and yeah, he's just going to open fire. Okay. Actually, no, he's going to charge you with his knife. Oh, yes, please. Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the audience, what at home, kind of armor are these guys wearing? Who are seeing my screen? Paper mache. I have a movement of twelve. <laughs> Pretty light. Okay. It's nothing major. The 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 most armored person that you can see appears to be the sniper who's under like a full body suit. <laughs> okay. Yes, Fang will get a chance to ruin the attempt to interrogate someone soon enough. In a spectacular fashion. <laughs> you, you you do have the plus seven modifier, right? My, wow! These people can't hit anything. Uh, oh, Did he miss this guy? Oh my god! This was supposed to be That's a tough amazing. fight, I think. They have. Where's yakety sacks? They are better at hitting anything <laughs> than all of you. <laughs> but apparently can't. They're definitely. Are you with, sure with you're not rolling D tens or D sixes by accident? <laughs> I mean, they're not. So that completely fails. Um, okay, let me roll this person. They're not better at hitting things than me. Okay, so Cornix. The guy who lunged at you with a knife, you just kind of backstep away from him. Mm-hmm. And then a second later, you watch his arm snap, like, at the at the elbow, and then be twisted or back around and jam the knife into his own stomach. Okay. We have a ghost. <laughs> Is my guess. I mean, I'll, then... I'll, do, I'll do my psionic detection in a bit. I think I know. I... I... I have an idea. I have two guesses. It's probably Jeremy's contact, or uh, Stefan's contact. Uh, The sniper at the the end of the bar, um, his (laughs) rifle leaves his hands and proceeds to strangle him around the neck. Aw. What? Like, he's currently being held off the ground by by a sniper rifle around his neck. Well, knows what my plan was. Apparently, my my apparently my allied NPCs can roll just fine. <laughs> See, my enemy like NPCs a... that can't do anything. We need <laughs> we need bumbling fools for enemies. <laughs> it's the only um, way we'll survive. <laughs> apparently, uh, I mean, Rachel, like, it is like, your turn. Legbot did not say who needed to be prepared for death. Just that <laughs> somebody did. Uh. 
It's whose turn? Rachel's turn. Ah. Sarah's turn. Well, Rachel's just kind of watching all that happen and uh, continues to just stand in the doorway and observe the action since she's got no idea what's going on (laughs) and doesn't want to have any of her weapons end up strangling her in the in the neck. <laughs> like I mean, that? that is a valid life choice. That would be a most unpleasant way to spend an afternoon. You're already <laughs> showing magnitudes of wisdom above everybody else. <laughs> so she will just continue to uh, stand and observe and possibly uh, just check and make sure she's got some uh, firearms that are not too close to her neck. <laughs> All of your weapons are fine. They're in their holsters where they should be. Excellent, excellent. All right, Fang, it is your turn. So I spy a window. <laughs> that is How? You're in a just truck. in my path. How many windows are at strip clubs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never met a window. I don't think don't strip clubs window get shopping. windows. I think those are lights. Yeah, I don't those know. are lights. Oh, those lights? Those are lighting. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, I was hoping it was a window. <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose like, yeah, of like a strip club. Yeah, that's not what you do. called public nudity. I mean, you know. I, oh, like by it. the way, um, the, uh, the, the, person on, the person being strangled by the sniper rifle uh, ends up at one point lifts into the air for a second and smacks into the jukebox. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, the, the, the techno-punk music goes away for a second, and a few seconds later you are greeted by rock music, specifically Tearing Up the Night by the Tauren Chieftains. Yes! So, have I... Ha- so I heard some gunshots. What did I hear after that? Was it just, like, a couple of gunshots and then nothing, or what? Uh, you heard Scream. a handful of, you heard a handful of gunshots... Uh, screaming as people run by, especially run by the truck that you're in, um, and then a few more gunshots and dying noises. <laughs> Fang, witnesses, deal with them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't, and I haven't heard anything from Cornix, so. No. Um. If not. I'm sure all those civilians running out reek of fear. Uh, let's see what Fang's giving a shit roll says. Are we gonna have a third chasing around civilians? <laughs> That's no, how they it definitely any, dies. They don't have any essence. Fang does not give a shit. Fang continues to sleep in the truck. <laughs> All right. He rolled awesome. a he rolled a six on his giving a shit roll. And it's not high enough for him to care. I'm curious what your what the plus two bo- which stat you use for your giving a shit bonus. Willpower. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. All right, Stefan, it's your turn. All right, uh, Stefan just then at this point casually stands up and makes his way. What's my movement like? Uh, six squares, something like that. Uh, yeah, six. So casually makes his way. F- 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. There we go. So it's casually making his way over, nonchalant. He casually does a lot of things casually. Yes. He's a casual sort of guy. All right, Cornix. Um, So the only one of them that I see currently alive is uh, Mr. Strangles behind the bar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Strangles. All right. Um... Yeah, he's going to do a psionic detection, which at this range, 
He'll pick up everybody within 20 squares unless they're actively blocking. So does he need to make a roll for that, or...? Uh, that's just automatic, but they are thought-blocking, yeah. so... Okay, so he'll have to make a roll for that, then. Um... Otherwise, this guy is a super talented mime. <laughs> I mean, not that talented. It doesn't take that much talent to strangle yourself with a, with a rifle. Just... <laughs> To lift yourself up in the air. Yeah, to hold yourself up in the air. Hold yourself up in the air, though. He's up on his toes, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm strangling. I'm I'm being strangled by my own gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's all part of his master plan to lure us close because he can't hit us from a distance. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. He's just like, why do you want to charge, have the Protoss with the side blade get up right next to you? No, you they, you know that someone is there because you just saw someone die by having their arm broken and right. stabbed by their own weapon, but you're so, you are not able to detect them psionically. Okay, all right. Um, in that case, that takes a standard action, so he is going to use a minor action to move. Well, he's still got his move. Uh, probably. <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna bob and weave just in case there's anybody still moving. Um, and step over towards Mr. Strangles. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so he's right there. Oh, he would pick up on uh, Rachel though. She was within twenty squares, right? Yeah, you you sense that there is a human mind. Okay. Here. Uh, actually, yep, just within 20 squares. Yep. <clears throat> okay, uh, that's where he ends, um, actually, no, and he'll be, he'll be projecting to the guy with his rifle around his neck, who sent you? Um, a moment later, he stops struggling, and you picking up that he's probably unconscious. Okay. Uh, so we can we can leave initiative for right now, uh, and uh, next to Stefan, um, an individual uh, decloaks. So they they appear. It's as they as they pull the visor off of their head. It reveals a um, very tall, very lithe woman, uh, sort of a, a darker skin complexion. You would like from someone from Earth. You would imagine like Egyptian. Uh, very much a sort of um, tanned uh, skin complexion uh, with very short, cropped, very neat-kept black hair as she just kind of lifts her visor up and looks over at the one who is being strangled. Uh, At the same time, a very familiar operative in a full ghost suit uh, decloaks as he is revealed to be holding the rifle by both ends and pulling over his shoulders and strangling this this operative as he lets him down on the ground as he falls unconscious. I holster my gun, look over look over at the woman, bow my head. Wonderful uh, to see you as always. Uh, she gives you a not painful, but very much attention getting slap across the face. Yeah, that's fine. What did I tell you about taking things at face value? 
Well, I'm curious which thing is being taken at face value here. You should know that if I didn't want anyone to know what I was telling you, it would have been encrypted. You do remember that the message that she yes, sent back to you I was know. unencrypted. I had considered that on the way here. I There was a certain level of urgency at the moment that I did not stop to... You're correct. My apologies. Well, so no matter. We've got... We've got our captured son of creation, so there's at least some benefit from this. Yes. I look oh Captain, who are these people? Uh this is Cornix. Uh Cornix. I am this aware of this my con- <laughs> <laughs> This would be my contact. <laughs> Alston, that's as far as it, that's as far as he is explaining at this moment because it's up to her if she wants to actually introduce herself or not. Yeah, she's <laughs> because she, of yes. Yeah, she, Kayla Alston at your service, and she offers the, the the slightest of bows and the sort of the hand motion at the chest. Osharas Shell. Osharas Shell. I should tell that's what I meant. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? Seriously, you're going to play that? (laughs) Newsflash, everyone here is a nerd. Um, Nerds! (laughs) Stefan looks at Kornix. Could you very quickly check on our guest in the truck, our friend in the truck? Make sure he hasn't gotten excited over the sounds. Absolutely, Captain. Thank you. Uh, and Stone, who you do recognize from Task Force Whiskey, um, <laughs> yeah. picks up the, the unconscious uh, sniper and lays him across the bar counter. So, he's... He not waking up soon. <laughs> so, Cornix goes to about here and very cautiously, Cyblade deactivated, Opens the door. It's already open. Oh, okay. Rachel is facing Hello. into the corner. <laughs> like, that's gonna help. <laughs> and she doesn't say anything. She's just... Alright. Um, you, within... no- you, you do yeah. notice the outline of a very large weapon strapped across this person's back and a sidearm pistol at their at their hip. <laughs> Are you one of the captain's contacts as well, miss? No. no. <clears throat> She's still facing the corner like that's gonna help. Would you like to come inside and explain why you are here? Uh, that depends. Are, are there any more of them dancing ladies in there? Most of the employees of this establishment seem to have left the premises. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, in that case, perhaps I would prefer to come inside. Uh, has the shooting stopped? Yes, it is currently ceased, and there are only friendly people within, it seems. <laughs> Cut to inside where Stefan is pulling out his plasma torch, standing over the sniper. 
before I turn around, uh, were, were you the one that put that uh, that gun around that unfortunate fella's neck? I only I... ask because I, I prefer not have weapons round my neck. No, that was not me. That was one of our allies. Excellent. I'm going to uh, take a step back and uh, just, just stand right there and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll turn around now and don't put my weapon around my neck. Thank you. We're so good at reassuring people. <laughs> I mean, I'm what very good name? at reassuring people. Uh, well, does that matter? I will need something to call you. Why? <laughs> to differentiate you from the other beings of this planet. You all look alike. <laughs> Is this guy so, a robot? Is he a robot? No, he's you, a Protoss. You, 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 no, you know, I'm a Protoss, so yeah. Your, I'm, you find I'm, yourself... about, I'm about seven and a half feet tall. Very, very gaunt with extremely long limbs. My knees seem to bend the wrong way. And I've got two glowing green eyes, no mouth or nose. And anytime I speak to you, it's just the voice appears in your head. Ah. Well, uh, excellent. You may call me Rachel. But it still, for some reason, obeys the laws of audio directionality. So. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and I believe I will call you, uh, number seven, because you look like one of my least favorite guards, uh, at the prison where I was previously held, and we <laughs> called him number seven, because we hated him. I am Cornix of the Nerezim. Come inside. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Captain, Fang is fine, and this is Rachel. <laughs> As I look over thing. from the bar, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Wait a minute. Who's who's Fang? Fang you say is nothing our... about Fang. Fang is our ally. He is in the vehicle outside, and he appears to be calm right now. The the specifics that you're getting is couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cannot be bothered currently. Yeah. But certainly yeah. hungry, so. And Cornix uh, is going to go inspect the fallen bodies. Uh, yeah, number seven here mentioned uh, that the gunfighting was over and that he would not attempt to put a weapon around my neck, so I figured it was safe to enter this here establishment. And I'm sorry, who are you? Uh, Rachel. Rachel Harmon. And what brings you here? Well, it sure ain't the dancing or the food. Oh, so that would mean I was here looking for uh, a, a person of interest to me. Surreptitiously put the plasma torch away. <laughs> <laughs> How does one surreptitiously anything with a plasma torch? It hadn't been activated yet. <laughs> That's the thing. Because activating I call it... it in a strip club. Activating it does no good when the subject is unconscious and the con subject has not woken up yet. So, just carefully put it away. Put on my smile. Um, I, I'm sorry, Rachel, was it? Uh, yes. Hello, my name is Stefan. Um, 
who are you looking for and what in what form of interest if it's if it's all right if i ask uh well you see back home that's well, not really my home but back where i was living there was huh. a family and their little boy went missing and they asked if i'd come around and find him and uh i got a note at for, at the uh establishment where i was staying which uh some boarding house uh saying that if they wanted uh if i wanted to come on down to this uh, gentleman's club that they might have some information about the little boy and although i don't much frequent establishments such as these i thought it would be worth it just to see if i could get information on where teddy might have been taken teddy well, that's not his given name. His given name is Theodore, but everybody calls him Teddy. Of course, of course. Um, and you have no indication of who might have given you this message? No, it was there when I got back in the morning. It was a man, though, because it was manly handwriting. Of course. I he couldn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's if it was a doctor. Yes. yes. We're no um, doctor. Let's just a man. <laughs> Fascinating. Can I can promise you that that I did not send the message. My uh, my friend Cornix didn't. Um, no, he doesn't look like he can write none. Oh no, he's quite good at it. Um, but if we know anything, we we would certainly be willing to help. Tell us a little bit of your situation, of the, the theater. Well, he's a boy. He's about nine. Uh-huh. And uh, one day he was up and missing. <laughs> His parents uh, got real worried and had a town meeting, and we all decided that we should go out and look for him. So we did. We didn't find him. And then we got some information that he might have been seen on a shuttle going somewhere and uh and it kind of led here one thing or another and somebody said he might have been taken by some cultists or something mm-hmm. just uh snatched him up although i don't know what they'd want with him i'm not gonna speak ill of the missing of course but he wasn't the brightest crane in the box sir uh that poor boy and uh and you know i i don't really have a position there so i i offered to come and use my skills to find out what i could about where he might have gone and why am I telling you all this? I just watched one of you put a gun around some man's neck. Well, as it turns out, I believe that we might have uh, 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 conjoined goals. Um, this cult that you're talking about, did they have a name that you know of? Well, I'm sure they do. But you don't know what it is. Uh, I believe it was something like the Brothers of... Brothers of... No, that's not it. Uh... Uh... You know, I don't write... Don't write me of Yes, yes, I was was just about to... Uh, Kayla speaks up the Sons of Creation. Oh, yeah, that was it. That's much better than Brothers of something. The Brothers of Creatine. Yes. (laughs) Brothers of Creatine. No, that's a gym group. That's a gym lifting group. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They really like CrossFit. Um... You have found the Sons of Creation, Rachel Harmon. (laughs) What? No, I'm not looking for... No, you all... She kind of moves her hand towards the... 
Let's clarify. No, and and Gordix picks up one of the corpses and kind of holds it like a puppet. This is one of them. (laughs) Don't do that with his body. Hell. I found one. He's over here. (laughs) Yes. Let's clarify. We are not the sons of creation. We are actually looking for the same group for similar reasons, even of a sort. Um. So, as I said, it seems like our goals intersect at the moment. Um, I was just about as soon as, as soon as he wakes up, I was just about to start asking our our long distance shooting friend here a few questions. If you would like to observe or participate, even. Well, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Sorry. She's still kind of looking at Cordix, who's holding that man up and like making him dance. Can you put that thing down? You're making me awful nervous. I'll I'm set him seven. in a chair. Well, that ain't no more settling, but all right. Uh, you know, I don't real go in for a torture sort of situation. Oh, uh, no. No, don't worry. There was no, There is no torture coming. Uh, what was that thingy for you were doing before? There is a difference this? between torture and intimidation, my dear. Yeah. Um. That's what they always said to us, and it always ended the same way. Cornix? I can absolutely promise you that no harm will come to him from me during this conversation. Oh, uh-huh. hell, I don't, I don't care what you do to him, because, you know, I don't like them much and on account of they kidnapped Teddy and all, but it just seems un- distasteful, that's all, especially in a gentleman's club. <laughs> 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 that's the most Cornix doesn't have clearly this is the most um uh, is Cornix actively like monitoring Fang oh yeah alright he's getting unsettled and is starting to move around is there a reason behind that he's bored and hungry oh okay well, you see, it's not Cornix will grab by... this cor- corpse then and just sling him over his shoulder and head out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't move. <clears throat> I'm, sure I, I, I'm sure I can make the assumption that he's not taking that man for a proper burial. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel is my new that is <laughs> That is very fair to say, Rachel. Uh, I mean, it could be considered a proper burial, depending on how you bury your dead. <laughs> proper you still devouring. You have to, you have to, you have to dispose of your corpses. You can't just leave them hanging around. It's true. Um, well, you're you're welcome to stay and observe, or or you could follow Coronix, I suppose. But I would not suggest that at this particular moment. He's perfectly fine. He's very friendly, as a matter of fact. No, I don't go anywhere uh, with fellows that look like him. Not after the last times. I promise there is nothing to be concerned about with him. But, regardless, I need to get some answers. So, if you will... And we Kayla, can figure like, out where we from there. From Kayla, here. like, speaks up. I should probably drop the pretenses. Um, Miss Rachel, I was the one who, shall we say, leaked you some information to help lead you here. You got real manly handwriting. I'm very good at faking handwriting. Oh, well, that's good, too. Um, I led you here because your talents and your history make you very valuable in 
shall we say, dealing with rogue elements. Really? Y'all are looking for a handy woman to come and chop wood and... Not not the talents that you've been expressing since you left prison. The ones that you used on the way here. Sleeping and gambling on shuttles? (laughs) Please. I have access to Dominion Records. I know your file. Well, you must have had a hell of a lot of time on a nice vacation somewhere to read all that shit. Also, you you scare the hell out of me. Hey, there's no need to reveal anybody's secrets here, all right? That's... That's Mental more, thought. Well, at least she's smart. That's a little more later than when we get to know each other better and perhaps after we've had a drink or two. Well, that's that's for you to discuss with them. I have business to attend to, but Stone, if you would kindly stay here and restrain this fellow before while your task force arrives. Stefan, it was nice it was nice to be in touch. I'll have Stone relay the information that I get from him that we get from him. And I'll make the next step forward. Of course. She Thank lo- you, as always. She lowers the visor and begins to decloak. And as she does, she... Remember, take nothing at face value. I am aware. Folks like that scare the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, no, she's quite one. That is the woman who taught me everything, she- everything I know. Well, and folks like you scare the shit out of me. You have wisdom beyond your years. Depends on how old you think I am. What does Rachel look like, by the way? She uh, is... She's shorter. She's got kind of reddish hair. She's dressed very simply and roughly. Nothing matches. Um, It's all dark earth tones, and it looks like it's been worn uh, thousands of times. Nothing is new. Um, some of it even looks like someone just gave it to her, um, aside from her weaponry, which is all relatively newish. Uh, she's got goggles for reasons that no one understands. <laughs> she's so just like, not, not currently over her eyes or anything. No, no, they're just... not over her eyes. It's just okay. like, she's just like steampunk adjacent. She's just got goggles. <laughs> she may never wear them. She just has them. They're, they're holding her hair back a little bit. So, okay. It's like her one, her one condescension to uh, an accessory. It's just goggles. <laughs> They're not on my desk right now. Never mind. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, this might be a bit. This might be con- better conducted on the ship, and we have a transport. Well, good, good for you. Have a nice time on that place. I will uh, see myself out. Oh, no, but as I said, you're looking for somebody who is who is apparently in possession of the possession of people we are trying to find as well. You're trying to find Teddy? Uh, We're trying to find the sons of creation who have Teddy. Oh, well, that is very interesting. So... I think I think that it would serve your cause well to come with us for a while. I'm all, I'm really wondering how much of this meek personality is an act. 
<laughs> for me or from him? For for from Rachel. Cornix comes back in and so happy that you two are everything. Right <laughs> he gears the he gears the other two bodies and takes them out to the truck as well. <laughs> so probably on this table here, there's just a pile of whatever armor, weapons, and gear they had on them, and he's just. Meanwhile, yeah. there are there are horrific sounds coming from the back of that truck. Which is why Rachel is not out there yet. Yep. <laughs> Rachel kind of gives a, a look at some of the, the gear and the armor, as, as obviously everything she has is uh, secondhand at best, uh, but then quickly diverts her attention back to... Just... Well, I don't I mean, much... and... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm fine. Go ahead. Oh, I... More to the point, I think you would be able to find Teddy quicker. We have, uh, and I don't mean to be presumptive here, but uh, we have uh, uh, better resources, um, better supplies, I think, than what you may have access to. Well, are we something else? Not at all. We just happen to be in a unique position to be able to assist you. She kind of tilts her head and gives him like a, a squint. Y'all aren't trying to put me back in prison for something, are you? Absolutely it's a, not. It's some sort of government shakedown where you take Teddy and you put him on an island somewhere where he's nice and safe and and then you get me to come look for him and waste all my time doing it and and you snatch me up and stick me back in the hole because that's not going to work. Absolutely not. That seems to be a lot of extra work for somebody who, if they ever had the possibility of doing that or the desire to do that. Well, I don't know what you government types get up to in the evenings when you all go out drinking together, but uh... <sighs> hell, it can't hurt, can it? Let's, let's, you know, but just so you know, you're not like my leader or anything. I'm just, I'm just here. Oh, of course I not. Don't, I don't really have a leader, I suppose, anymore. Uh, yeah. No, you are, you're working with us, not for us. Yeah, Gerard de Gaulle has been dead for a long time. <laughs> he was the leader of your expeditionary force. Yeah. I look over at Stone. Uh, would you mind, um... Uh, giving our friend here indicating the the, the, the dude on the table uh, an, an assist to our truck. Well, I don't know how close you want him to Fang, but Task Force Whiskey's going to be here in a few minutes. They can take him back with us, with us if you like. That would be even better. I was just going to put him in the front seat, but... Speaking of, there is the sound of an engine roaring as the truck that has... The rest of you, uh, with the rest of Task Force Whiskey in it, arrives. You see Cornix throwing bodies in the back of our truck. <laughs> Ava yep. has been very quiet the entire ride. I've been drinking, so I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Dr. Zyger is driving. 
She's been drinking too. She's irresponsible. <laughs> She's had a couple of sips. So yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I stopped at two shots. We're a Blackhawks ah. unit. Why is oh you've been drinking the the place where Oswald draws the line? Because that's not safe. <laughs> Everybody's gotta have a <laughs> line. <Holy. laughs> Everyone has a line. <laughs> yeah. Hey, After yeah. last episode, that's good to know. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we'll just have been... Rage is different. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you have arrived. Welcome. Uh, the captain is inside. Thunk, thunk. <laughs> well, it seems we missed a party. And I look and notice it's a strip club and we really missed a party. I'm making sure that there's, like, I, I'm taking my essence, obviously, but I'm making sure there's some meat left for the dog, too. I mean, you're almost full on essence, so. Yeah, yeah. Like. So, I'm still, I'm, I'm like, you know, ripping You have apart. three corpses, you need one corpse worth of essence. Ripping, I'm ripping apart what I need, you know, what I need, and then, like, also ripping apart enough for the other one, because I know he doesn't have claws like mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> He needs help. Gonna feed him to make str- make him strong. Yeah, of course, that's know. when the doggy walks into the room. There it is. You know, that's. Oh. Uh, oh dear. Wonderful. Ava will so, yeah. <laughs> not Cornix. Head on in. I'll ask Cornix what happened. Uh, the Sons of Creation apparently found us, and we killed them with the assistance of Stone and one of the captain's contacts. Hmm. Damn. I could have used a gunfight. Oh, well. Oh. Their things are inside. I, like as, how, as, like, as... I could have used a gunfight like a cigarette. As you As Stone is carrying point. Sorry, go on <laughs> No, go for it As as Stone is carrying the uh, The body of the The sniper uh, Into the truck You know, if you want a better gun You might want to take his rifle I'll, I'll perk right up at that And walk inside <laughs> with a with a spring in my step. Oh, hello, Oswald. Ava. Hey, I immediately like that is an afterthought, and I'm looking for the rifle. It's sitting on it's sitting on the bar counter. It's a it's a beautiful piece of work. Devon probably oh, yeah. picks up on this. I don't think Coronex would have. Ava's pointedly not looking in Oswald's direction. Oh, did you guys kiss? No. Definitively no. <laughs> yeah, nope. Um, sitting sitting on the bar counter is a standard issue canister rifle. Uh, well then. I'll pick that up. With a almost fully loaded magazine with two shots dropped out of it. So 18 of its 20 canisters. Alright. Oh... For those that don't and, know, a canister uh, rifle is a grenade launcher with legs. Well then, I yeah, didn't know canister, that. So. Canister rifles are pretty 
these. They're, they're basically imagine a sniper rifle if the sniper rifle fi- if a sniper rifle fired grenades. Damn. The dreaded C-10 yeah. canister rifle is the trademark weapon of choice for ghosts. Firing a high-powered explosive projectile at a decent rate of fire, the canister rifle is one of the most advanced weapons wielded by Terran hands, especially in the hands of a brutal professional. In addition, the weapon has the capacity to store and fire special ammunition and a place, and a, and place a targeting laser to guide dropships, drop pods, orbital bombardments, and nuclear missiles. Like I said, a grenade launcher with legs. Yeah. So I assume nice. you're setting the human answer is always is still nuke it from orbit. That's the only way to be sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty Kill it much. with fire. It just depends on what makes the fire. <laughs> like the Terran Dominion, even under Valerian Minx, keeps a healthy supply of tactical nukes if they need it. Makes sense to me. Yeah, they're no, they're not. Ter- Terran military philosophy is better to have it and not need it than the other thing. Yes, they're they're technically. We're just not sure what that other thing would be because why wouldn't you have it? Well, and also while they are nuclear warheads, they're not like hydrogen bomb level nuclear warheads. They're very muted in power comparatively. Well, that depends on what they want to do with it. They have nukes that can level planets. But the the stockpiles aren't. But I restrain anyway. myself from making polythi comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, no the 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 Terran Terran government deportment is a polythi nightmare. <laughs> oh no, about about planet nukes and never mind. <laughs> so inside, um, so. Eva, Oswald, this is Rachel. Oh, hell, there's more of you? Yes. We are a whole team. She hasn't met Fang yet. (laughs) Well, none of them are my captain either, just so we're all clear. No, no, of course not. Again, you're working with us, not for us. Is Um, this your contact, Stefan? No, this is somebody (laughs) who my contact has has uh, brought into the situation as it turns out Rachel is also looking for the sons of creation because they they have um uh apparently abducted or lured away um, Teddy they've taken Teddy yes a young man from where she lives hmm. so which well, oh, we're going to the time look into medical records for a person named Teddy, I guess. Which well, that, ain't his, that. that ain't his given name. His given name is Theodore, but y'all, we all call him Teddy. Uh, but the, for, for, your, for your clarification, Rachel, the planet that you've been living on for a while is called Marsara. Yes. This so. planet is Core Hall. Yes. Yep. Yes, it is. Uh, so we did get ambushed when we got here. Uh, we we yes. have a survivor, as um, you may have noticed. And uh, Oswald does have things to tell you about your being ambushed when you got here. Oh, really? That's news to me. That you do remember why you, why they why you've been followed? Oh yeah, yeah. They've. Uh... Put a tracker in our warp core. 
apparently this was something that was noticed during checkups and never acted upon. Partially yeah. because he got pulled away while he was about to do it. Yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah. Remember that that power draw? Yes, yes, you didn't you did inform me of that. Yeah, and then you asked me to find a truck so that we could transport Fang. Got that that distracted me a little bit when uh before we were able to before I was able to check on what the power draw actually was. Uh, so we should probably take care of that as soon as we get back uh, to the ship. Obviously. Which yeah. I believe is where we need to head now. Yes, we're... very good, Captain. Uh, I will transport the rest of this. And uh, what what have I taken off of these three yeah. guys? <laughs> uh... Three suits of um, what, what, what was it? It was basic. Uh, yeah, three protective vests. Um, three repeating pistols, and uh, two magazines of light slugs each. And let's see, what else do they have? Uh, and 20 credits each, so 60 credits total. Okay. Which conveniently redivides for the Terrans. If Karnix is handing it out. Yep. No, Karnix isn't necessarily handing it out. He's literally pointing at a pile on a table and saying, help yourselves. Ah, Karnix don't give a shit. Cornix cares about those credits slightly less than Fang cares about those credits. Actually, probably yep. slightly more than Fang does. Fang can eat them. Intellectual curiosity about... Cornix yeah, knows that they have use, just not for <laughs> him. <though>. Yeah. <laughs> And also knows that they are not intended to be used for supplementary calories. <laughs> Fang, doesn't, Fang doesn't know that part yet. Right. Which is why Fang has been getting people with just their outfits on rather than all their gear. <laughs> Fang's been put on a diet by by Corinix. <laughs> so, a no metal diet. No metal <laughs> yes. diet. No hardware diet, please. Right. A non-hardware diet. He's, he has a bad habit of eating shotguns, and we need to stop that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So uh, as as the, the, the captain is being loaded up onto Task Force Whiskey's truck, um, Zyger looks over at the group of you. Uh, we will meet you back at your ship, and we will make sure that he is secured. Thank you. All right. Let's go. Shotgun. Cornix will ride in the back this time. Okay. This seems is, sketchy as hell. Wait, is there room in the front for four for f- four people? Yeah, theoretically. Okay. Or would one of them have to ride in the back too? No. Like, if it's got a back row, then two people can fit in the back row. Why would you make a three-seater truck? <laughs> Uh, you mean you mean why would you make a normal truck that just has a bench seat? They've made yeah, that for a years. U-Haul. It, <laughs> yeah, my grandfather drives a, a one. U-Haul, in fact. 
Most U-Hauls only have a single be be bench seat. No, it's got it's got a back seat to it. Okay. It's one of those fancy big cab U-Hauls. No, we are on the <laughs> Capitol. You are in Core Hall. So, yeah. You know, you can probably at max fit five people, but... So, yeah. So, Cornix, the Zerg, and the dog are in the back with yep. meat that the dog and Zerg are eating. Yep. No, I... Excuse me. I assure you, Rachel, this is entirely on the level, if not exactly publicized. It's a truck. <laughs> well, you said it seemed sketchy as hell. Well, yeah, because it's an unmarked truck. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a rental. The rental. <laughs> so you're not even good enough people to own your own truck? Even I own a truck. We're not here for long. It is more convenient for us to rent a truck than to bring one along. We travel from system to system. Awesome, you're fancy people. All right. What, what kind of truck do you have? Because we, we might need one. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> well, I ain't got it. I ain't got it with me. Uh, well, you think shit. I've got it just in my backpack? It's not a toy truck. No, we're out in the road. We're outside of the. Tr we're outside of the club, aren't we? Well, yeah. I didn't come in it. It's back home. Oh. Well, then there's your answer. It's hard to bring a truck on a shuttle. Yeah, Regardless, come on, let's go. All right. So you guys drive back to the ship. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so when you get there, uh, Rachel, this truck drives uh, all the way to the 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 nearest um, spaceport, um, and enters one of the docking bays. And in the docking bay, you are greeted to a very fancy, very advanced-looking Terran ship. Well, that one. Whoops. Oh. Yeah. This just went from sketchy to unsettled. <laughs> <laughs> Why, because we don't look like we could afford that? No, because you're all in a gunfight, and then you got a fancy ship. Who are you people? Nobody. As I said, <laughs> Captain, my name we... is Stefan. Captain, are we privileged to declassify operations information to individuals who may be considered consultants? Oh, hell, are you guys human traffickers? <laughs> Wait, have we gotten out of the truck Absolutely yet? Absolutely not. No. no, the truck has pulled into the uh, loading bay. No, yeah. I'm just going to go over to the screen because... Okay. Is this and... some sort of, like, drug-moving operation? Absolutely not. If the truck not is parked, they're trying to open the door. No, so... Not nearly as profitable. Oh, so dog, <laughs> dog fighting? <laughs> Deadpan, yes. We use this incredibly high, uh, expensive, highly um, uh, advanced ship for dog fighting. At that point, she sees Fang walk past. 
<laughs> no, no, of here. course what that, not. What does that look like? Do I have a frame of reference for that? So, uh, Fang like, yeah. is this very much larger than, like, it's the size of an average wolf, which means relatively big. Um, and it almost looks like a canine creature, but it is very much sort of pseudo-reptilian appearance. It's covered in chitinous scales, um, and it has very large, very dangerous-looking claws and massive ripping fangs and a pair of, like, almost, like, uh, dragonfly-like wings on its back that don't appear to be strong enough to really keep it aloft, but... And its uh, body is very densely packed with muscle and has almost sort of like the flayed flesh look. Uh, you definitely recognize it as being a Zerg creature. Uh, no. No, I'm not getting on no ship with nothing like that. Uh, no. I assure Turn, you, here's a new there's voice. There's nothing to be concerned about with Fang. Turns to look in the direction of the new voice and starts walking towards it. Nope, no. Coronix? No. Fang, follow. Fang sniffing at Rachel. Rachel is reaching for her flamethrower. So Rachel, Rachel like reaches back over her shoulder. is not doing anything to stop Rachel from reaching for her flamethrower. Ava just said that. What is wrong with you? Like it, Rachel, Rachel reaches back over her shoulder and like the hand grasps what appears to be the the trigger of a metal pipe that is connected to this very large uh, thing that she carries on her back that's covered up by a by uh, by a cloth. So what does this person smell like? Smells like dirt, ash, essence, a little bit. Uh, comes from a world that's not this place. Thank smells like fire. Snort. And then turn around and walk back towards the ship. Being followed by that dog you threw in the back, by the way, Stefan. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so y'all are dog fighters. And what the hell are you doing traveling with something like that? Absolutely not. We are not dog fighters. Yeah, that dog's new. Please do me a favor a and stop speaking for the moment. It just makes it sound Sorry. like we weren't dog fighters before, but we just Sorry, changed this, careers. This whiskey's a lot stronger, and it's creeped up on me. I'm gonna go to the front of the ship. We also had yes. That deal with deal with our um. Oh yeah, the warp core. Yes. <laughs> As I walk away. <laughs> oh yeah, the warp core bug thing where we're being tracked by. Yeah. Terrorism. <laughs> so, Captain, I, I officially like, submit a question of normal. confidence. Inside, he is probably screaming nonstop. But <laughs> um, Ava said something to Stefan. Captain, I'm officially submitting a question of competence with regards to Oswald Ridley. Er, we'll talk about it. We, we'll talk about it when in a second. But yes. Duly noted. Uh, no, we are not dog. We're not interstellar dog fighters. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to say for you. <laughs> I do fight dogs. You are more. You be friendless. I mean, no, I, I fought panthers. It's a different, you know, kind of a thing. 
<laughs> you were a little more accurate in your assessment of uh, a, a government team of sorts. Oh, hell, I told you I'm not going back to prison. No, you're absolutely not, because we have no interest in sending you back to prison. Y'all realize that's what the guys who send you to prison say, right? Again, this would be the most overly intricate, overly planned sting to capture one person and send them back to prison ever. I, I give Rather y'all... curious why you think we'd go to such lengths to get you back in prison. I give y'all credit for finesse and aesthetics, but uh, this ain't doing it for me. Uh, and I'm not getting on a ship with one of them things. Also, that's none of your business, fancy lady. <laughs> fancy lady. Ava looked sincerely hurt. <laughs> fancy? What? Okay. No, uh, to be fair. In reference to yes, Ra- in regards to Rachel, looks, but... yes. <laughs> <laughs> May I ask, Rachel, what is your concern about Fang? Well, when they put you in prison, sometimes there's people there who don't treat you real good on account of you're in prison. And sometimes some of them people, they look like other people who are out in the world who don't treat you good either. Uh, And at some point, there's a possibility that people who look like them people who are in prison and they treat you poorly because that's their job, you might start thinking that you might not want to see people like that ever again. And that is a fair point. Can I ask you a, 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 a question? Is there any sort of insight check I can make on that? Um, <laughs> can we make, can you, we make a detect you, bullshit roll? <laughs> are you being completely honest, Rachel? Yes. Yeah. I'm assuming so. Um, Rachel was treated poorly by a bunch of shitheads in prison, and she'd prefer not to get on a ship with someone who looks like they could have been part of that, uh, that gang. Uh-huh. I know. Ava's mostly like, my first instinct is to question why you were in Zerg prison, but I'm also pretty sure it's <laughs> I'm pretty certain Zerg weren't in prison, so... Roll perception. So, yeah, she's she's trying to figure out a, what's actually being said beyond yeah, the obvious lie of that part. Um, where the hell is my character sheet? Yeah, I'll do that, too. Make perception rolls. And I'm looking for the warp core tracker. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just gonna be like, I'm looking for the warp core. I'm real drunk. It's <laughs> no, no. not that Can't strong. Find the warp core. Had some good whiskey. Alright, so. 14. Ava's got 14. Stefan's got 18. Correct, 18. Alright. So. She legitimately just seems distrustful of, like, Dominion in general. I mean, that's fair. Um, Most people are. Yeah. Yeah. You encountered beings that look like Fang there. You've got a real pretty way of putting stuff that's real simple to say. I suppose that is true. Yes, you um, have seen Zerg before. So to ask you, an, but you also 
encountered people who looked like yourself there. Yeah, they were mostly in the cells next to me doing the other screaming. It's a real good time. I'm simply trying to point out that your bad experiences with one or two does not mean that this one is going to do the same to you. One or two? What do you think this prison was? Like some sort of exclusive club? Like one or two? (laughs) You're a real food. Or 20 or 30. Tell you what. 20 or 30 is a good prison. I'm not even questioning it right now. We're still trying to figure out how the Zerg connects to prison-ish angle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain, if Miss Rachel is joining our crew, I'd like to, as with everyone else, do a thorough medical checkup. Oh, no, that, that me, I will be, be can we... in the med. I ain't got no diseases or nothing like that. Uh, that's uh, not necessary. Wouldn't want yeah, to waste your fancy, your fancy dog, dog wrestling resources on me. <laughs> let me do. Let me. Let me make you a deal, Rachel. Let me give you a tour of the ship. You can see everything's on the up and up. I if believe you're, you're on the up and up. Dog fighting generally is, but you know. If uh, you are not comfortable with what you see, by all means, leave. Uh, so as as Oswald is getting to work, uh, trying to work through the the warp the warp drive, um, slow ride begins to play over the uh, over the speakers of the ship. Yep. Y'all are a weird bunch. I'm not disagreeing with you, but could I at least show you what we're about? Who's gonna clean yeah. out the back? Who's gonna clean out the back of the truck? By the way, nobody. No one. <laughs> I don't. Somebody care. back at the rental office, probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the captain's name, so I don't give a damn. <laughs> if someone well, has I... save a will, but no one has mentioned this as a problem. Suppose I got it. Don't got anything else planned on my agenda for the afternoon, so it might be nice to. Take a little tour, be a little tourist, see the sights of this particular ship where we are at the moment. Wonderful. So come on, let me let me let me take you around and see show you what we've got. Get her inside. Um And yeah, I'm just gonna start showing not the cockpit area, but like some of the back areas of the ship. Um, and essentially just show off, be as up and up as possible. Um, eventually leading her towards the medical bay. So when I see them come on and start walking around, I'm just going to follow. And Rachel's hand goes back up. No, that's fine. Over the shoulder. Just, just I'm not like making any sort of threatening motions or sounds, just following quietly. Yep. That's also, perfect. I forgot to tell Sarah, uh, Rachel, that uh, when, if those two look professional, Oswald doesn't either. <laughs> he's not, 
his clothes aren't as dirty and stuff as yours, but they're not new and military-ish looking either. Stefan looks military. Ava looks business casual. Fang yeah. looks like Fang. Yeah. Like a blazer and slacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind not of. Not for Fang, not for Fang. I mean, but, uh, I'd probably put him in a blazer and slacks. I don't know how long he'd last. Uh, Oswald, however, does look like a spacer. You know, he's got the uh, the, the very much the outfit that is built to keep you warm in space when there isn't a whole lot of heat uh and like the the general idea of someone who's got to be ready for all sorts of environments because you might land on any planet at any given time yeah you know stefan right. stefan looks military officer ava yes. looks business casual oswald looks like a spacer So yeah, show off, you know, the, the, this is a mess hall, this is the armory, this is the engineering room. Hi, Oswald, how's it going? You see him looking around for the, the tracker. Yeah, roll me, roll me science, Oswald. Oh, I'm so good at that. So, plus my intelligence? Yeah. That's just... What are you rolling? Uh, science. Science. Intelligence and any points you have in science. I nice. don't have any points. <laughs> you have four intelligence, so. Yep. Question my competence. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't question <laughs> shit. No, I know. I don't even know you guys did that. <laughs> we uh, all question your competence, always. Yeah. But then I do this while I'm slightly inebriated. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, all right. Um, after like a few minutes of searching, you do manage to find what appears to be a communicator that's sort of hidden in the back recesses, attached to the warp, attached to the warp drive, on one of the power on one of the power ports, and you just kind of pull it off. And do you want to break it or do you want to use it? I want to put it. On the truck, in in underneath, uh, I want to find a spot to hide it, like a recess under the truck, so it's hard to find. But basically, I want to make it seem like we're going to be on core hall for a while. All right, so you 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 plant the the transmitter onto the bottom of the truck in one of the hidden places near the engine. Yeah, like up by the gas tank or whatever. They don't use gas tanks in the future, I'm sure, but something. That's been like that. Yeah. The place where the gas tank would be if it was a gas powered yeah. vehicle. <laughs> exactly. Find yeah. a recess, shove it in. Yep. Pretty much. I was gonna say something real dirty there, but I'll control myself. <laughs> I'm a beast. I can say whatever I want. No, you can't say anything right now. Well, right now, yeah. and then he comes out as. Rah, 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 but still, you know. Check your privilege. <laughs> beast privilege. <laughs> But yeah, after I pull it out, I'll just blast over the intercom. Found it, and then <laughs> take it. Found the, it, boss. To the truck. Wonderful. Okay. Um, and actually, instead of the instead of the med bay, I'm going to take her to communication room. All right. Uh, so Stefan 
takes you inside to the communication room, which is basically like in the dead center of the ship, which has um, you, you've seen one of these when you were working with the UED at like their comms work ha- had a very similar layout where it was a very large central computer spire that has uh, monitors laid across it for communication with very with various different individuals. And at the far end of the room, there is an adjutant, which is uh, basically it's a per- it's a supercomputer personal data assistant. Like it's kind of supercomputer combination of uh, secretary, PDA, and like and co-pilot all in one. And it it aesthetically it looks like um, the steel chassis is the upper torso of a human female connected to the wall by wires and rivets. Like it's upper torso from shoulders down to forearms, and then like the stomach area. And then it just ends in wires and cables that connects it to the wall. I'm sorry. Uh, so, Rachel, this would uh, this is our adjutant. This is Vera. Vera, uh, what what was the name, uh, Rachel, of Teddy Theodore? What is his last name? Oh, uh, Rollins. Rollins. Spelled like Vera, it sounds. Do we have inf- any information about a Teddy or Theodore Rollins? In, in conjunction with the Sons of Creation. Well, thank you for clarifying. Uh, there's several hundred Theodore Rollins in the of correlation databases of Core Hall and the rest of the Core Worlds. Um, related to the Sons of Creation... Let me see if I can get access to while we're here. Let me see if I can get access to Carl databases. We were given Lee. We were given clearance. One. Uh, she focuses for the the robot focuses for a few minutes, and uh, when she leans back again and her eyes kind of unfocus, uh, Theodore Rollins listed as one of several individuals reported missing from the world of Marsara. Uh, relating to potential recruitment by Sons of Creation, looking for individuals with potential psionic capability. As I suspected. Well, hell, I knew all that. Well, you knew that he, you knew that that Teddy potentially had psionic capability. Well, yeah, I've been here two weeks. Found out enough about that. <laughs> well, there you go. Is there any other information you're... I almost went back into normal agent. Anything else you need? At this moment, no. Um, Thank you very much. All right. Look over at Rachel. So you found out that it took you two weeks to find that information. No, it took me two weeks to get here and then find out that information. And then find the information. Well, yeah. Not... not knowing that you were aware of it, I found out everything that you had neglected to tell me in ten seconds. Neglected to tell you about what? What I was doing here? I told you what I was doing here. I'm looking for Teddy. No, there were details, which I understand we just met, but there were details of the situation that you had not informed me of. Well, a lady doesn't kiss and tell. Exactly. Like I said, I understand that. So then what are we talking about? Why are we having this conversation? 
I'm simply pointing out that whatever you may think of Fang and potentially Cornix or us, we have access to resources to find these people and Teddy that you simply do not. So you expect me to just bow down and kiss your boots because you got some fancy shiny lady tethered to a wall? Absolutely not. Again, I'm not saying I am your leader or anything like that. I am saying we should work together. Well, now we are because you know everything I know. And soon we will both know everything that our sniper friend once he arrives. Speaking of, um, the, the, up the ramp is approaching Vasquez, uh, who uh, is in, still in full space marine armor, just kind of with one hand on each of the sniper's shoulders, just carrying him up the ramp. Let me get Vasquez's token... <laughs> oh my god Vasquez is huge <laughs> <laughs> alright so Va- Vasquez uh, steps up onto the ramp somebody somebody call for a captive ghost yes Thank you. Uh, let's let, let's bring him to the medical bay. From where I am. No, never mind. Uh, a, a minute later, Vasquez enters the med bay with the the captured sniper in hand. Uh, lay him down on the thing that Ava definitely knows the name of. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it myself <laughs> on the top of my head either. So. Oops. Vasquez lays the sniper down and straps them in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the stripes are, straps are probably still there from when I strapped in Stefan. Yep. Did I miss anything irrelevant to me? Not really. No. Nope. Okay. I mean, other than you might have followed us into the communication room. Probably did. And, and now that, we're heading to the med bay. Following. Vasquez showed up with a sniper. Okay. I am having a food experiment, so don't mind me. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Um, I will, momentarily. So, yeah. Uh, so he's strapped in. Um, look at Eva. Do you, perchance, have anything that might make him more compliant to providing information? <laughs> chemically okay first question I have for William is do I because I feel like that's slightly a lore thing so if you ever don't have anything to go with white rice ketchup and mustard not bad okay nice (laughs) okay um I have Drugs, but I don't know if that's the effect of any of them. So there isn't a chemical that is a truth serum. Yeah, no duh. Um. Um. However, 
if you have a mental stimulant, uh, some sniper's glory, and some painkiller, you might be able to mix something that would function similarly. I could compose such a thing, but I don't have anything available to you at this time. Very well. Um, I mean, I had my own idea for a potential cocktail. Um, I think that would potentially work. I was thinking just Rage and Painkiller, because it's going to make them more reckless and more susceptible. But I don't know how whether in practice that would actually work the same way. I mean, the problem with rage and painkiller. The problem with rage and painkiller is if someone's yelling at you in rage, you're not going to get any good information out of them. And people let weird stuff slip all the time. Um, but point. That's fine. We will do the. We will do this the the uh, the standard way. Um, I hit the, the intercom. Cornix. Yes, Captain. Uh, I believe we could use you in medical bay. We're going to be doing some interrogation, and perhaps you might be able to assist. Absolutely. Thank you. It's about to get crowded in the medical bay. <laughs> no, Rachel's going to leave. She's not going to stand here and watch y'all do this. All right, where are you headed, Rachel? Okay. It doesn't matter, but not there. All right, so oh, just by gonna... the way, as as Rachel leaves, I set up similar alerts to my if fang damages assistance <laughs> for the dog and for Rachel. Okay. Um, so I follow as, Rachel. Uh, so Rachel literally just goes in the hallway and stands there. I go. Okay. In, I go in the hallway and sit there. You're a weird piece of shit. Head tilt. <laughs> So, uh, as things go, uh, Quirinix is sending uh, Fang to... Well, yeah. Quirinix will instruct Fang to uh, go to engineering. um, And then proceed to medical bay. You get a distinct impression Um, of why. Like a giant mental question mark. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, Fang, go to Engineering Bay and rest. Another question mark followed by not tired? <laughs> he doesn't get an explanation. I don't think, but there is a very distinct imperative uh, to the instruction, not a request. That not was quite, a it's, not a, it's not a request, it's an order. Yes. <laughs> Fang, doesn't, Fang continues to sit near Rachel, staring at her. We ain't on a date or anything, just so you know. It looks like uh, a giant dog. It doesn't really look like a person, so... That's why we ain't on a date. 
That and about a hundred other reasons. Anyway. Alright. Uh, I'm in here. So, the, uh... Captain, what do we require? Well, um, at this point, I suppose we can go ahead and wake him up. I don't know. You'll have to forgive me. I'm not entirely sure how uh, how extensive your capabilities are, but if you might be able to glean some information. Well, I question. Very well. All right. Uh, so after a few moments of laying there, uh, the sniper begins to come to. Okay. Smile at him. Did you leave his mask on? No, I take off. All right. It reveals um, a very, like, a completely buzz cut, shaven uh, human male, very, like, Lightly augmented, there's there are traces of like metal of like metal plating across the cheek, and uh, like looks like he's had like the um, eye socket reinforced with some bits of metal, uh, and there's the obvious sign of a neural implant in, or or at least the the jack for a neural implant in the uh, upper back right. Okay. I uh, is that something that he could conceivably be if it's just the presence and it doesn't look like is there a chance he could be transmitting information uh roll me lore how much do you know about neural implants lore 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 okay It's hard to say. Most neural inhibitors are like used for um, controlling or um, commanding operatives. They don't typically work both ways, as far as you know. You're not certain, though. Okay. And the instant this uh, person wakes up and looks around and gets focused on where he's on where he's at, uh, his eyes focus in on you. What is your toughness? Uh, not great. Oh no, Actually, toughness sorry. isn't bad. Not your not your toughness. What's your resolve? My resolve, uh, seventeen. All right. Where is telepathy? Fang is just outside if you need, like, a scare tactic, I guess. Station check. DC 18. 
Ghost. Sonic's talent. There you go. All right, so. <laughs> okay. And eight. Uh, your lungs begin to seize up. Okay. You are effectively suffocating at the moment. So I, yeah, I start convulsing a little bit. I can fix. Uh, Stefan is st- like as as the ghost trains his eyes on Stefan. Stefan stops for a moment as his eyes widen a little bit, and he like begins to try and take air in, but his uh is like beginning to convulse as he's not able to uh basically use his lungs. So I'm so I... assuming that I am familiar with the symptoms of suffocation. Yeah. Is this something I can fix? Uh you don't know. It looks like his lungs aren't working and you can't identify a cause. Um is is Cornix is aware of what's happening right uh you can take a wild guess <laughs> yeah uh Cornix is immediately going to um step into view and um what sort of capacity do i have I mean, you have a side blade. Yeah, that's that's not what he's he's intending to employ immediately, but not good. Um, that would, you no. know what? I'll have a drink. What ready, just in case. I mean, Stefan currently is through the whole thing pulling out his gun and starting to point it at a knee. So... (laughs) See if you can keep this up through extreme pain, fucker. Do you fire? (laughs) First, let's see what Coronix does. Yeah, that's why I was waiting, because... So, yeah. Coronix is going to tell the prisoner stop right now <laughs> you're <laughs> talking to that's a that's bad sniper <laughs> i'm assuming there's um, a psych there's a psychic thing going on with that no i don't think he has that power <laughs> or is it just you saying stop um, no, no, he's 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 commanding. He's telling the the prisoner that that's not what he should be doing. You know, whole <laughs> influence. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me get where I need to be. If you can hit his resolve. Welcome to the most effective party in StarCraft. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We all have different ways to get a chance to start interrogating yet. Give me a minute. First, I just got to remember how to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. 
The best part about this is the, the only person that actually cares that you're suffocating is Carnix. <laughs> <laughs> It's not true at all. Give it a sec. <laughs> Eva cares very much. <laughs> much to her detriment. <laughs> okay. Well, thirty-six. Um. Yep. One second. Uh. That thirty-six. That- 26. 36, because it's a crit. Oh. Yeah, natural 20s in this system are treated as if you had rolled a 30. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, the, the sheer presence of a Nerazim Protoss in front of him makes him lose his focus, uh, and he looks up at you, and uh, Stefan, you find yourself able to breathe again. All right. At which at which point now I the, shoot him in the knee. At which point <laughs> the uh, the side blade is ignited, Excellent. um, and held in a neutral position uh, with a very sort of I will use this if I have to uh, type attitude uh, as Corinix does his best loom over the prisoner. Ah. Do you actually shoot him? Never mind. I kept my I, I kept my destructive impulses under control for the moment, and I do not shoot him in the knee. Like how okay. Stefan, ha- like like uh, Fang has a give a shit a meter, and Stefan has a don't go psycho meter. Yes. Which really, it should be uh, normal people. It would be reversed. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so yeah, once it once a few breaths are gasped out, um, straighten up, regain composure, and smile again. So that went well. What do you think? I think your efforts to get information out of me are going to be worthless. It's very conceivable. I imagine you have a rather... I won't be so crass as to use the word fanatical, but a strong devotion to your cause. Hmm. The sons of creation are the true answer to humanity. You could have simply said yes, but that suffices. Um, no, no, uh, Zergrush is the answer to humanity, I'm, I'm afraid you'll find. Um, <laughs> get them Zerglins down. Will you, will you at least do me the dignity of telling me your name? You don't get a name, scum. How about Damn it, too many witnesses. Um how about <laughs> witnesses? Call Fang. Come on. Speaking of which, Ava is just sitting there in the room. Yeah. Oswald's at the door. I imagine. Um, Oswald was uh, Oh no wait, that's right. 
We should establish where the door is at to this room. Yeah, because I, 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 I imagine it's. I imagine so it is. Ava would have closed it when. That's why I imagine it is. <clears throat> yeah, let's 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 actually make that door. Uh, draw shape. Door br. Hang on, let me actually make it black. Map and background. Door. Oh. Yep. Okay. I'll be up. It's this wall. Door. In the room or outside the room? Door. Oh, in the room just to be... I'm just leaning up against the wall, like, right next to the, right next to the door. We're all crowded, is what we're saying. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Medical spaces are designed to fit people and or injured people and or wheelchairs and or power armor. Yeah, the the one that takes up the most room is uh, Vasquez because they're standing there in power armor. Uh, but they're standing like looming above the... Uh, they're, they're like basically looming over the, the ghost, so... Yeah, I'm assuming he's like right here. Yeah, there's a there's a like movable chair thing that I still don't know the name of in there. A operating table gurney thing. I'm gonna. I'm I would gonna... say. I mean, Stefan would consider it a gurney because that's what you put dead people on, and that's what's on it right now. He just not, doesn't not, realize not, it yet. Not just dead. Not people. necessarily. You put, gurney, you put bodies on gurneys, alive or dead. As far as my Googling tells me. Yep. It's a bad you care. It's like a planet one. Well, Stefan's thinking. Or like the chairs at doctor's offices that I know have a name. (laughs) (laughs) What's Oswald doing? I said, while Stefan's thinking of a question to ask, I'm going to ask the ghost if he was particularly fond of his rifle. Why do you care? Well, because one, it's not yours anymore. And uh, two, because if it was new, I'm looking over Stefan and Cornix, and they, it doesn't look like they got hit by anything, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just. Because you don't seem to be very good with it so I'm wondering if you just like use it for sentimental value or what do you want to roll an influence to try and make him angry yeah <laughs> cause I get is he make a dick emotion? he's not emotion, so you get advantage well I get a di- an additional d6 yeah I get a d6 to add to it yeah make a be yeah, a dick so. roll do it Let's see, so... Ah, that's a bad roll. But yeah, so 13. Doesn't hit his resolve, so... (laughs) 
Ask your so questions. No? You know I'm not going to answer anything. That's quite okay. Let me tell you what we know. And then we can start from there. Um, we know you're part of the of the Sons of Creation. We know that the there was a uh, a task force who was at a particular interest in you. On one might almost say a vendetta. Um we know that your group is responsible for the acquisition of a young man named Theodore Rollins. And while I'm saying this, I'm just watching his uh, to see I'm using these and his reactions to them to try and try and start to form a baseline to judge how he's reacting to things so I can progress forward from there. Uh, roll perception. Okay. Is that roll the same as your computer's roll, Ava? Because it would actually be computers. Oh, well, it, yes. It is my computers, which I wrote the wrong... I wrote science when you said roll science, and then I changed the modifier without changing the roll. Okay, that's fine. Sorry. No worries. Um, he definitely knows about some of these things. He doesn't know about all of them, but he definitely reacted like to um, Theodore and um, just the, the knowledge that he is Sons of Creation. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't seem to know anything about the previous Task Force Echo, though. Um, Just a second. I'm pulling up. I, I, I'm I'm pulling up information that we have, uh, so I can refresh me. Um, um, Knowing Stefan, maybe he throws in a few names that aren't real just to make sure he's getting the right reaction. No, no, yes, absolutely. He is he is establishing the baseline for his own his own mental lie detector. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Ava, your computer research, you're, you you run a quick scan with, uh, you run a quick uh, request to um, Vera, and she pulls back that the face analysis that she has from the cameras uh, matches up with a Dominion ghost that went missing about two years ago. Name anything. Uh, yeah, it gives you the name. I'm just not thinking of one right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Holding on to that for now. So, tell me, what uh, would you happen to be familiar with the name Raven Hall? Uh, you get no, like, based on your previous perception role, he doesn't respond in a way that symbols okay. recognition. Okay. Hmm. So, tell me a little bit about. Rollins, Teddy, Theodore. Why would I give you any information? I think that you are under a bit of a misconception. I mean, yes, you did. I'm assuming that you or someone associated with you put a tracker on our ship. Right? 
he doesn't respond to that one. Okay. At the very least, you were sent to kill us. No hard feelings. It happens. But I think that you're under the perception that there's no chance you can get out of here alive. Of course there isn't. If I do tell you, or if I don't tell you, you'll kill me. Absolutely not. Let's see here. My role is... Can I also work influence, a right? check yeah, on that? Influence. That'll Excellent. Be influence versus uh, Ava for you, that would be... Does my natural appeal apply to this? Um, yes, I believe. <laughs> a natural appeal. Um, I get plus four bonus to all persuasion tests to befriend. Yeah, that would technically be a test to try and befriend him. So, uh, for Ava, it would be your perception. Okay. Twenty-nine. Oh. Yeah, I already have an eight, so that gives me a plus twelve. Let me just clarify that I can't make this check and then make it anyway. <laughs> oh, you that was one off from being a crit. Like if you had critted it, would you could have had a chance? Yeah, actually. If she yeah. if she if she if she crit, she would have made it. Yes, like, it would have been a thirty-one. Yeah, you would have known. 32. I am completely lying. Thirty-two, but yeah. yeah. Um, it strikes you as Stefan might actually be making a deal here because he wants to actually get information out of this person who doesn't seem right. like they're going to say anything. In that case, um, I'll write down the name details I found out on piece of paper or something and hand it to Thank you. Uh, name is... I'm going to toss a name from the back of my memory and now I'm remembering where it's from, but his name is Michael O'Leary. Michael O'Leary, okay. I'm now remembering where that name is from. <laughs> it's making me laugh. <laughs> so. Plagiarism? Michael. <laughs> so, Michael. I think you are under a, a, a certain conception of, of the situation that you're in here. Um, what I can tell you is that I'm in charge of this ship. I am empowered to let you go. But I'm only going to do that if I get something in return. I'm not asking you to um, betray your cause. Anything so cartoonish as that. Um, we simply have some individuals that we need to locate. All what right. do you say? I'll tell you what I can without giving anything away. Wonderful. Um, what do you know about Teddy? He was a kid on Marsara. Uh, observations show that he might have Wrangler level psionic potential, and we wanted to see if we could do something about that. 
if I can ask. Did he come willingly? As far as I know. Not really my business to ask about those things. That's fair. Um... If, and I understand where this may be a tricky situation for you, but um, if one wanted to make non, non-aggressive contact with your group, to open up a potential line of negotiation, shall we say, Who and where would be a good person to talk to? No offense, I don't think it's you. Well, you're right on that account. We have a hostel and a psionics rehabilitation center in Core Hall. It's heavily guarded, so don't think about trying to take it down. Of course not. No, How just, would I... Just think about <laughs> dropping a tactical nuke, that's all. <laughs> How would I... Guy, yeah. Yes. Obviously, just walking up and saying hi would not go well for me. That's Who would be someone I could make contact with? We accept any psionics who are coming for... Sucker and rest. <laughs> Cornix kind of. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> regardless of race, he looks species? up at Cor- He looks up at Cornix. There are some Protoss among our number. <laughs> Interesting. I was more thinking what about Zerg. Zerg? <laughs> <laughs> he looks I mean, at you as if that's a stupid actually question. Actually, ask that. You actually. Okay. He, he hasn't seen me yet, so. Yes, I w- that's why I didn't say that. That's like fine. He, he looks at you like it's a stupid question. I didn't ask. Okay, you didn't, didn't okay. ask. Okay, I, thought you, I thought you said you did. I didn't Good. ask that. No. Okay. I was did... joking because I saw John about to say exactly that, and I wanted <laughs> yeah. to copy him. And we said <laughs> we said it at the same time, so I was like, yeah. "That's fair." Okay, good. I, I, I want thing to be a secret for now, uh, from this guy. Um, it'll add to the shock value in a few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, a could simply just walk up. There's no intermediary that needs to happen. Nobody to talk to to take one there. Well, to be quite frank, most psionics only come there when they want our help. And we can typically handle anyone who's got any other ideas. Fair point. So, under the understanding that we we are smart enough not to try to make an assault on it. 
simply wanting to make contact, where could we find it? I mean, if you want to be enlightened, the Angel's Arms is in one of the less hospitable locations in Core Hall. We tried to make our name there, helping out those who are less fortunate because Core Hall simply ignores them. Fair point. You said it was aware. Yeah, he said the angel's arms. Arms, arms. Okay. But be aware, the majority of the staff have potential. They'll know if you try and deceive them. Of course. Excuse us for one moment. We've everything. We just need to to confirm some information. Um, I should note that they are they are quite secure straps. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to nod to everybody. Try and pull them out of the room. Off yeah. into the communication room. Ding. No, no, leave him. Oh, leave him. Okay, pull yeah, everyone else. Stay in. I thought you would like pulled him out. I didn't unstrap him. No, he's staying because he's strapped there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going because we don't have to unstrap him to do that. <laughs> so once everybody's in the room, can and anybody? Did, did you want? Me? Did you want Vasquez to go with you? No, Vasquez can stay there. Okay, Vasquez will stay. We need at least one person to stay there in case he can like telekinetically unstrap himself or something like that. I don't know. Um. I'll set up like a ping for if the patient gets rowdy. I mean, on my... I'm also outside the door still, so. That's true. Fox. Rachel, what are you up to during this time She's just standing there in the hallway. We all Listen. pass right by. I'm actually going to. Uh, we have some information that might be relevant if you would like to come with, and we can talk about it. I have thought about a way to potentially get a little more detail specific to our objective, but would be at your discretion. By all means, speak. What do you think? Especially with Theodore in particular. These people have a Sorry, is my mic far away from me? Yeah, it I can was, hear you. Yeah, it was really far away. Sorry. That's um, These people have a radical mindset and a preference for, with no offense to Cornix, their own kind. I'm thinking there might be some way to persuade him that divulging information he might have about the children better secures their safety. By perhaps misleadingly emphasizing that or presenting 
the possibility that some among our number would not care for the child's safety. Some among our group specifically, as opposed to the Dominion as a whole. I am assuming the radical militant has feelings about the Dominion as a whole that would lean in that direction. Of course. I don't think we need to tell him some people in the Dominion don't like you. They're terrorists. No, yes, but that provides those biases. You, I, absolutely, those biases provide us with a wedge. I'm simply concerned about how much time we may have. Given enough time, I can get everything I need from him. Um, but we are on a bit of an abbreviated timetable because if they sent people after us and those people are now dead and they are psychics, I'm assuming that they know that we're <clears throat> on to them to a degree. We'd have One would have to assume such. Well... If they're like any other ops group, they need to um, check in. Um, uh, Vasquez comes over the comm. So, your patient's dead. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have Ava roll. What's deception in this game? Uh, influence. Okay. Are we about to hear? Uh, I I thought that might happen. <laughs> no, no. Uh, she's just covering for something in case anyone is paying attention to her beyond her words. Facial twitches. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> we get a one d six. Uh, what did yeah, we get for? If they're, not a, if, if they're not emojin. I'm just saying I didn't do it. Okay, I don't know. I'm everyone but Oswald isn't. Or actually, the only person that this applies to is if it's Stefan paying attention. But I'm gonna roll it with that anyway. Stefan is not paying attention at the moment. Stefan is walking out of the communication rooms and walking back to the medical bay. Okay. <laughs> then that's a twenty-four for anyone that's paying attention. <laughs> As he walks inside, pulls out his gun, and empties the clip into the dead guy's face. <laughs> Just to make sure this isn't some prank Vasquez is pulling that he's still alive before I pull the trigger, right? No, he's actually dead. Okay. <laughs> like, eyes have rolled back and he's not breathing. Like Okay. Well, he doesn't have a head anymore. Well, he has a head full of several holes. <laughs> Fang was outside the room, just for clarification. <laughs> yeah, you guys see him twitch a couple times, like beeline to the door, and all of a sudden, so Rachel, uh, you hear over the calm uh, Vasquez say that their patient is dead. You hear it through the doorway of the medical bay, and then like ten seconds later. Stefan like bolts out the communication room into the medical bay, and then you just hear a bunch of gunshots. 
I turned. What are you doing to him? I turned my head to look in the door. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious what he's doing. <laughs> he's already dead. What you doing wasting bullets like that? That ain't good for anybody. Once the bullets are done, by the way, he's pistol whipping what's left of the face in anger. <laughs> Fang tilts his head. Adjutant. For um, about another 30 seconds or so until he finally... <laughs> if, if, if Fang could talk, the things he would say. <laughs> but that's not for two more levels. Uh, yes, you were asking the adjutant something, Ava? Adjutant, um, any chance this angel's arms is something you have record of or would be able to infer a location for based uh, on I can guess where the slums are at but I can guess I can guess where the slums are at because Corhall, you know, municipal demographics, but it's not necessarily a place that's registered on public record. I imagine they've probably taken over one of the one of the uh almshouses for their own uses. Hmm. <laughs> You have successfully bludgeoned and shot a corpse. Yes. So there's the... the he, he has to take a couple minutes to compose himself. <laughs> takes a breath. Straightens up. Straightens up. Uh, fixes the hair. Looks up at Vasquez. And then walks back into the other room. <laughs> Vasquez, you can't Question. tell what their facial expression is through the visor, but... I don't... He doesn't care. He doesn't think Vasquez is going to do anything about... Or, Does you know. Siobhan now have a significant amount of blood on him? <laughs> no, no. He will take the time okay. to wipe his hands clean. I mean, because he can't do much about... Someone is not, he can't is do not. much about the spatter on his... Uh, on okay. his... Um, clothing. But... <laughs> Outfit, clothes, yes. face. You know... <laughs> He wipes everything else down. You but... get a little brain in your teeth, you know. <laughs> no, that's your problem. He's the one that bludgeoned this dude's face in. I don't know where that shit it's flies. Which direction these things go? Apologies. Patterns. So, Mister O'Leary is dead. Yeah, we heard. And then we heard again. <laughs> uh, I'm Oswald's well, going to turn to leads to build off of. Can if I, all psionics do that? Uh, if I had... If I can interject, I actually did get some readings on what went down. Um, In a high enough pressure situation, anyone can commit suicide. That wasn't his choice. Oh. There was a signal that came across long range broadcast that triggered his uh, neural implant and overloaded his system with a lethal dose of chemicals. <sighs> hmm. Well, we have leads. I'm assuming I need to go clean the med bay. Yes, I am sorry about that. If <laughs> we'll just. Head out. 
look over to Rachel. Fang is looking confused. Like, just, like, sort of looking into the room confused. Fang! Like, soup's on! <laughs> like, Fang, would you like this? Just lo- t- loads a head up at you, tilts it, walks off. Food? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to clean up the body. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I'm going to see if there's any salvageable autopsy, especially from the neural implant and stuff. Um, oh, the, head was the, the head was the central target of the blast, so... That's fine. The, the neural sorry, implant sorry. is wrecked. That's fine. I'm going to pull out the pieces anyway and try and, like, isolate them and just... I'm uh, assuming yeah. this, this is Devanian stuff. They probably have, like, extra body bags lying around or trash bags or something. Trash bags. Uh, yeah, Corpse like bags. the med the med Corpse. bay pro- the med bay probably has body bags. Yeah, just you have to decontaminate after someone dies and has their brain splattered all over the med bay. This is true. We and really people in the med bay. Really do need to invest in more of those. And Ava is going through sanitary procedures as they exist. Which I've I, gotta assume they do from what I know about the Dominion. They do. Like, there's there are full sanitation procedures, and one of them includes like everyone leaves the room and then walk out when and the and the room has automated sanitizers, has like a yeah. sanitation scrubber. Yeah, after dealing with the part she needs to deal with, she will have ask the power armor person whose name I have written down. Vasquez. Vasquez to Adhere to procedure, essentially. Yeah, and Vasquez steps out. <laughs> so yeah, look to Rachel. We ha- we did manage to get a little bit more information about your young charge. She just kind of looks at him, not really responding, since she just watched him do that <laughs> to that guy. <laughs> She looks a little bit uncertain. We have we have a potential lead for a location. Um, a psionics rehab facility here on Core Hall. Again, she just kind of looks at him. Would you uh, like to work with us to try and find him? That kind of behavior is not super unfamiliar to you. Like... <laughs> while you while UED while UED were much more trained than most, the standard the standard frontline UED Marines often did still have a little bit of a psychotic streak in them. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. She's still, you know <laughs> she still put her trust in these people. Plus she hasn't been in that, that situation in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. It's been several years. Plus these people these people have sort of seemed so far generally on the up and up and this has completely revised her thinking no it's just normal military stuff I mean the plus side is nobody got to see Stefan after promising him safety shoot him in the face she kind of when he's still alive she raises her chin towards the the medical bay that depends if I don't do something you like you gonna do that to me absolutely not you say that a lot. 
He does. Fang is sitting nearby, by the way. Ma'am, as the morals officer, I can assure you... Oh, the morals officer. That's going to be a right good sermon. Any potential concerns you have are completely unfounded. We are are a legitimate enterprise. Well, we have challenges in our disclosure. We act with what I can refer to as formal approval. Uh, Stefan, you have an incoming call from Matt Horner. Okay. Um... You realize that when someone's operation is legitimate, generally they don't have to say, hey, our operation is legitimate. Also, they don't just go pistol whipping sources. Well, he was already dead. Yeah, until he was no longer a source. Now, if you'll excuse me, all and I'm going to go into my room, and since everybody's in the communication room, go into the room and take it on my data pad. So that makes it even worse. Not only are you not dogfighters, Y'all are just corpse mutilators. Alright, so no, you... Him. Headed, I'm the pilot. We needed to be sure... <laughs> I'm assuming the captain's reasoning is that we yeah. needed to be certain the implant was not transmitting further information or still a listening device. <laughs> Make you know there's excuse. easier ways to do that than oh to with You sure right. you're the morals officer? Just... <laughs> If and when there are concerns about the behavior, tendencies, or, or actions of individuals that are members of this crew, regardless of their species or disposition or rank, I will act. That is my role here. Well, y'all's captain just abused a corpse for funsies. Perhaps yes, that might be a time Yes, we will be talking about that. But the me- the confidential medical tendencies of others are not my concern here. If you'd like to talk about oh, your it's a feelings and biases, <laughs> uh, so Va- Vasquez in the power yes. armor off to the, off to the side uh, looks over as like walks over to you, Rachel. Uh, well, walks over to the pair of you. Um, if I have if I have a guess, that call that Stefan is taking is probably going to be clearance to let you know things. Oh, good, because that's going to change my opinion of a man who just pistol whipped a corpse for funsies. Um, it's okay. And, I have an explanation full in hand for that. And, um, uh, sure so, you and, do, silver-tongued prince. <laughs> damn skippy. <laughs> I like morals officer. Actually, no, no. can I right roll now, influence? Eva is the moral justification <laughs> officer, and that's why Stefan loves her. Can I Can I roll influence? Uh, sure. Influence this woman. I'm assuming you're not emotion. No. Uh, what's your resolve? Uh, it is uh. Low. Low would be good. Se- it is seventeen. Oh. Don't worry. I just have to roll ten on two dice. Um. All right. That, so after in- you say that is when you roll a nine. <laughs> It's just fine, because the minimum a d6 can roll is a 1. Um, 
right. Um, in your room, uh, when you take this call, uh, I it pause might... for a second and quickly change my shirt. Never mind. <laughs> um, so it's up to you, but. Uh, basically, what that role means is that what this person is telling you does not necessarily sound convincing. If, like, if it succeeded, it would sound convincing, but you, it, it would be up to you as to how you take it. But it doesn't even sound, like, super convincing to you. <laughs> Alright. Um, so you, you straighten yourself up and you take the, you take the call? Yes. Alright. So Matt Horner's face pops up on the data pad. Admiral? Ah, Captain. I've just got a dossier from uh, from Operative Keela Alston. Yes. Or Kayla Alston. <laughs> uh, I just got a dossier in uh, report on your situation on Corhall, as well as the new operative that's been introduced to you. Yes, uh, Rachel. Um, yes. Yes. Well, you should probably have a little bit of backstory. Rachel is recently released. Well, I say recently. It's been roughly a year. Mm -hmm. uh, released on orders of Valerian uh, with the mass release of several U detained UED operatives from the UED expedition to reclaim the core hall system. She's a talented combatant, uh, specializes in, shall we say... Pyro solutions. Okay. Um, and should be a valuable asset. She's dedicated, loyal, has a good military record. She doesn't seem to be a trusting sort. No, you have to earn her loyalty. Yes, well, we've noticed. But her file says her file denotes that she's a good person, and I am giving you and I am giving full leave to incorporate her into Task Force Echo if you make that decision. You are free to tell her about Project Unity and what you and your task specifically is. Okay. Good. That makes things simpler because yes, I think she's going to be incredibly useful for us. Um, uh, so we, I'm. I'm going to report everything back. So we uh, managed to obtain a uh, a prisoner, as I'm sure uh, Albert Valston told you. Um, and we managed to get a bit of information out of him um, uh, about somebody that, that, that Rachel had been tracking and a potential contact point here on Core Hall known as the Angel's Arms. Um, it is apparently a Sons of Creation stronghold. Uh, was described as a hostile and psionics rehab facility. Unfortunately, after getting that amount of information, um, we stepped away for a moment to to discuss options and for and potential other avenues of questioning, and the captive died. Passive voice died. Yes. 
Assumedly of some sort of... The computer told you exactly why the captain died. Yes. Okay. I'm aware. Uh, Assumedly of some sort of... um, uh, Fail-safe system. After he started providing information. Well, isn't that a bit two-faced? They say they want to save and elevate all psionics and then... Have no qualms about issuing lethal kill about issuing lethal kill orders. Yeah, but it at least gave us somewhere to start. It's almost like terrorist uh, organizations have questionable morals, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> As opposed to the clearly upstanding group that's that's associated with the Dominion right now. My moral standing is unquestionable. <laughs> Ava would strongly agree with that sentiment from Fang. <laughs> if I want uh-huh. to eat it, I eat it. There's no discussion. <laughs> so Fang pursues his nature in a very unaltered way. Yep. Um, so we're going to figure out a plan from there. We we're considering the possibility of using Coronix as some sort of avenue to get inside. They are apparently very well defended. So the unsubtle approach will not work for us. Well, but there are other possibilities that we may be able to, we may be able to come up with one. Um, and- Let's try and keep that operation as covert as possible. We don't of need course. people knowing that there's been a terrorist organization hiding in the slums. Absolutely. That is the plan. All right. I'll leave you to, I'll leave you to your mission. Feel free to contact us if you need any assistance or information. Of course, Admiral. Thank you. And I'll keep a line open to Operative Kayla Halston if you need it. Okay. Good Order to know. Out. Yep. Close Great. out. Uh, stand up. Uh, make my way back to the communication room. Right. Curious as everybody's even still there if they've all gone off. <laughs> um, Ava has probably finished cl- is finishing any clearing out the med bay needs. Okay. Um... So, once we get once I get back, um, when Stefan emerges, she'll yeah. follow. So Admiral Horner um, has been brought up to speed on the situation. Um, look at Rachel. Rachel, and I'm sorry. I you've said it, but but I but I. We've had quite a bit of excitement in in the last uh, today. Uh, what was your last name? Harmon. Harmon. Thank you, Miss um, Harmon. Um, I have been authorized to bring you fully up to speed with what we do. Um, we are, as a group, known as Task Force. Ah, Task Force Echo. Um, we are a, a a joint 
covert operation between uh, several different factions trying to deal with threats to the whole of society. To galactic peace. <laughs> um, you can be assured we have no interest in returning you to a situation that is not equitable to you. However, I do believe we require your help, or at the very least could very well, very much use your help. And you could use ours as we try and uncover your charge. Any questions you have, feel free to ask. I will be happy to answer them. She just kind of stares at him. Fang stares at Rachel. Captain, she do looks- you require my immediate... No, I believe that we are... Unless... Look, Rachel, do you have any questions for Cornix? I mean, that obviously he's not required to answer everything, but... Why would I have questions for him? You seem to have concerns about some individuals in the group, so... Yeah, not him. Very well. No, then it's fine, Cornix. Thank you. What can I answer for you? I don't have any questions for you, neither. What can any of us answer for you? I don't have any questions <laughs> at the moment. Very well. Sir. Sir is not needed, but thank you. Um, again, you're working with us, not for us. In that case, let's see what we can do to try and find out find out a little bit more information about where we're the lion's den that we are apparently about to head into. I'm sniffing in the general vicinity of Rachel. (laughs) Rachel turns to Fang, looks directly at him and says, we are not on a date. You save that behavior till we know each other better. If there's something you want, you just come right out and ask for it. Stop sniffing around like some truffle hunting pig. Fang does not quite understand tilt his head. Now, our sentiments, um, I don't mean uh, to tell you things you don't know, but in a powerful relationship, sometimes a woman just has to speak up and be strong about what she wants. Absolutely. And there's something that goes beyond words that I believe most creatures can understand. Yeah, you you you, you do get you do get the body language that Rachel is is getting across. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> She 
She looks at him, and then she bends a little bit closer, and she whispers, How do you feel about fire? And then stands back up. He doesn't seem too perturbed. All right, well, that's a theory we may test at a later date, but, uh... She's just talking to Fang now. I'm gonna go check it. I'm gonna go follow Oswald and see if... Do you still have that tracker? No, I figured I'd put it on the truck we're going to return. Is there some way that it could be used to figure out where it's transmitting to? Well, I mean, it's a, it's it was just a receiver. It doesn't broadcast, right? No, it broadcasts. It was sending locations. It broadcasts. It's sending or, the information yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... Maybe. Uh, I'm looking right. for other. Yes, I'm looking to do that. Any other too, because because if they're if they're smart, they wouldn't just put everything onto the one. They put it or two more. Yes. On. So I'm gonna go out and I'm, I'll go to the truck and. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, you that's where actually where Cornix is uh, headed. He's headed back to uh, engineering. Um, and attempting to figure out what sort of signals might be emitted from the Akundalar along the same wavelengths uh, that might indicate whatever tracking wavelengths we have might be being sent back out in away from our current location to where the, our signal might be sent. Um, right. uh, both E-Roll Science. And then after a while, Fang will just leave Rachel alone and go to engineering room and start staring at Coronix. Science. It's just plus four. It was probably heading to the communication room. I'm taking my time being thorough. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. I do one as well for checking the the trying to check the 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 one that is now on the truck. I'll take it off and bring it inside if need be. <laughs> Return it to the ship so that they continue tracking us. I mean, well, we haven't really moved, so yeah. And the truck was still in the ship, so they have no new information. No, yeah. Um. We need to take that truck back, by the way. <laughs> nothing major. Like, everything looks to be in order now. But the thing that you do realize, though, is that if you really want to find out where these signals are going to, you're going to need another transmitter to triangulate. Yeah. So we'll need to find another tracker. There's no more on the ship? No, I can find. It, like you imagine, if if this was intentional, which obviously, but if this was like supposed to track this ship, you imagine it was probably done in a hurry. Okay. Uh, well, in the meantime, I guess I'm going to try to use what kind of. There's there's basic repair stuff here, right? For electronics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like some supplies. Because I want to see if I can fashion a portable jammer uh, so that if we capture another Sons of Creation guy, they can't 
do what they did with the the last one. So we don't have to waste more ammunition, as Rachel put it. <laughs> uh, I want to start crafting portable jammer. I don't. Jammers are only set up for ships, so I don't know what that would cost. All right. Um. So you're looking, you're looking to build a signal jammer? Yeah, just a one that could fit in either a backpack or, uh, yeah, fit in a backpack. It doesn't need to cover a wide area, but maybe like 100 meters. All right. Um, I'll get back to you on that one for right now. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I wouldn't expect something right away. All right. So you all have a designated target for your next uh, search. And you've figured out uh, where the tracker was. And you've learned all that you could from your target before he expired. Uh-huh. I think that is where we're going to end for the night. Awesome. All cool. right. All so right. Uh, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our, at our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash Films. Thank you to all of our patrons and supporters, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort and Um Thanks to whom uh, all of our patron, all of our podcasts have now been separated out into individual uh, podcast feeds. Um, and actually, I just got a notification before we went live earlier today that the iTunes podcast uh, that the iTunes feeds for both our Nash 20 review and our actual plays have gone live. So uh, if you listen to our podcast, you can now get uh, at least those two separated out into their own individual podcast. So you don't have to sort through the rest of our bullshit. Um, <laughs> and if you appreciate that and you like what we did here and you like anything else we do, please feel free to go throw a couple bucks our way. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, we also appreciate 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell us a little about 411mania.com. Forwardmania.com. We are a we are a uh, pop culture news opinion uh, information site for just about everything you could be interested in. We cover uh, movies, music, uh, TV, a little bit of comics, wrestling, MMA, video games, pretty much just anything that you could be interested in. Uh, and now everything that all of the uh, podcast that Final Show Films does. Uh, check us out. We're awesome. Yep. And uh, we appreciate them. So go check their stuff out. Uh, we appreciate all of you. And uh, if you're watching, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, remember that you can now go watch this podcast being recorded live Thursday evenings, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Roughly, we'll be, you know, follow us on, follow me on Twitter to get exact times, but uh, you, can, you can watch this being recorded live there. And you can also watch the replay on YouTube. But if you're watching the replay on YouTube, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe below. Uh, and check out the, and if you feel like you're missing out and you want to catch up, go check out our podcast feeds and listen to it there. Um, so yeah, thank you all very much for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.